Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, let's see here. This is episode uh, 72 of uh, Media Monday Show. Yeah. For, uh, when's this coming 19th? Out? October 19th, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And... I've got a four-day weekend right now. Oh? Yeah, the girls were out of school on Friday, and they're out on Monday. So... You know, for fall break. Okay. And so what are we doing with that? Nothing. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you had a four-day weekend because, like, the kids were in school. No, no. I, I genuinely have a four-day weekend. I didn't have to get them ready for school on Friday, and I oh. don't have to get them ready for school on Monday. I guess you still got to do all that. That makes sense. Yeah. I've got homeschooling stuff when they're not in school. Right. That makes sense. I don't know. I was, I was like, what are we going to talk about in the banter here? I was like, it's episode 72. I was going to be like, it's room temperature. we got to read the temperature of the room. Yeah, that's that's bad. I'm glad we did what we did <laughs> otherwise. And not that, you know. Uh, I suppose it depends on the, the season. Room temperature right uh-huh. now may be a little cooler than 72. I think right now our house is like at 66. But we like it cooler, so. I don't know what the temperature is. I can reach over here and grab the... The thermometer, it's got like a, a room sensor thing. Or I could pull it up on my phone. I've got a yeah, Bluetooth. Yeah. You can't just say like, okay, Google, what temperature is it in the house? Uh, it depends on, because it, it tells me what the temperature is set on the thermostat. I mean, that's um, probably what the temperature is in most of the house. It is 71 in the bedroom. And my thermostat is not connected to the Wi-Fi. That's bad. Huh. Anyway. Well, we know what Gino's doing as soon as we're done with this. Yes. Got to fix the thermostat or we'll freeze to death. We turned off our HVAC so to minimize the amount of smoke being sucked into the house. Oh. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Yeah. Otherwise, I can go out and buy like a $60 filter. Yeah. Yeah. You should just, I don't know. I was going to say you could put something over the thing outside that sucks in the air. Oh, yeah, and then the HVAC unit would overheat and die. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how those things work. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of complicated, but, you know, it's typically I try not to fuck around with that shit too much. Yeah. So and there's our explicit. If you end right up there. having to evacuate, where, what are you going to do? Uh, we will probably drive south. Um, Sarah has a friend down in Albuquerque. Okay. Um, but if we don't have to like leave the county, I do have family members that could probably take us in. Gotcha. Because um, all of the fires are kind of to the north of us, and they're closer to the mountains, but the smoke is real bad. Right. Fair enough. Like, would you uh, evacuate because of smoke? So- I don't feel as though we have to. I mean, it's possible. I don't think so. I think that I think we can probably hunker down, unless it lasts for days on end. Right. Uh, but I genuinely don't think that we have too much to worry about for fires when it comes to actually getting into the town because we don't actually have that many trees. Okay. And I think the fire departments probably would be able to mitigate any damages coming into town. Yeah. Like we don't have any forests for it to really build around the town. 
Fair enough. I mean, there's some gra- there, there's grassland. There's like you know prairie and stuff. But I mean, I think that's pretty cold burning in the sense where you could just kind of hose it down at the edge of the field and it'd be fine. Yeah. So we're we're safe in that regards. But if there is a fire close enough, uh, right now all the smoke is going over us, which is kind of lucky. But it is disturbing. Hmm. Like all day, it seemed like sunset because the smoke is that thick. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, like the times where I'm not in my VR headset, I look outside. And right. Like, wow. How late is it? We should mention that. Uh, yes. We we got Oculus Quest twos this last week. We did. Gino pressured me into getting an Oculus Quest two. <laughs> They're cheaper. They are, and it's it's actually a whole lot of fun. And I've watched a couple of movies on it and some television shows. And I, it really scratches that movie theater itch. Yeah. Like, I, I look forward to watching some thriller or suspense movies. <laughs> yeah. Things with jump scares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, not straight-out horror movies. I don't think I could do that without pissing myself. <laughs> but I think, you know, th- uh, things that are horror movie adjacent, I think I'd love to watch those via the Oculus. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun so far, and I've mostly just done free stuff. So yeah, and there's there's a fair amount of free stuff to do. There is. I mean, I've been watching things via Amazon, Netflix, YouTube, um, a couple things on Plex. So it's been nice. Yeah, and then the, we haven't tried out the the big screen app, but you can basically sit in a, a theater with your friends. And watch a movie that you stream from like your desktop or something like that. Yeah, and I look forward to trying that with you. Maybe we can do that tonight, or uh, maybe sometime during the week or something. Yeah. Well, the only thing is, like, I feel like I'm leaving Becca out. Well, I know. I mean, we'll have to buy I guess her she one. Watch she via doesn't want to. Do what? She could watch via the computer. Yeah, I guess that's true. I could I could plug the computer into the the TV. Yeah. There you go. I suppose that'd work. You just need to get her another headset. Yeah. I've I've mentioned that, and she's all like, no. I don't know she if that's a, she's not interested in it that much, or if she doesn't want to spend the, the $300 to get one. Well, hey, if we have an anonymous benefactor that wants Becca and Sarah to both have headsets, I'm cool with that. Uh, just send us an email at mediamondaycho at gmail.com to let us know when and where to pick them up. Oh, here's the point in the show where I check the email. But, um... Uh, live on the show. Yes, every time. Every time. Anyway, um... Looking this up now. So you had a game we wanted to play, right? I do, I do. Because we're in October, and October is traditionally horror movie month, um, I thought that we would play Guess the Remake. Because most horror movies are remakes. And I was thinking about that, and it's like, huh, I wonder if Gino can guess all of the remakes of these. Okay. Like, which one is so, the remake, or...? Yes. I will I will list out three movies with three of their years, and you will guess which one of them is a remake. Wouldn't it just be the later ones? Not necessarily. Okay. Like, 
Like, okay, for example, for this first one, I'm going to give you three movies, and they're all cop movies. Um, so there's 2006's The Departed, there's 1990's Kindergarten Cop, and there's 1987 Lethal Weapon. Which one of those is a remake? Wait, one of those is a remake? One of those is a remake. Um... Oh, man. Um, Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop? You think Arnold copied it? Yes. Okay. Well, the answer is The Departed. Is it It was a 1990 movie titled Internal Affairs. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So the next one are all uh, based on bugs. So there's 1986's The Fly, 1997's Mimic, and 1990's Arachnophobia. And I know Arachnophobia is about spiders, and spiders aren't bugs, but... (laughs) So don't at me on this. Right. But one of those three is a remake. Which one is it? Okay, what what were they one more time? I got distracted by the not bug thing. Uh, 1986's The Fly. Oh, The Fly is a remake. I know this the one. The Fly is a remake. Uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Gold uh, Goldblum, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, it was originally, I think, a Vincent Price thing in 1958. Okay. I I, I listened to a a podcast where they talked about this like two weeks ago. All about right. That, about the Fly. So I was like, oh, the Fly is the remake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we've got, uh, this, this next one is a heist movie. So we've got 1999's Entrapment, Mm -hmm. uh, 1969's, uh, Italian Job, or 2011's Ocean Eleven. I'm sorry, 2001's Ocean Eleven. Oh, Ocean Eleven's the remake. It is. Uh, actually, this was a little bit trickier because Italian Job has a remake. Has a remake, remake but you you said the early years. Early I did, I did. I was was hoping to catch you up on that one. I was hoping to catch you up. Um, but yeah, Ocean's Eleven, it was originally in 1960, and it was starring the, the Rat Pack. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the next one are going to be Alien movies. So, okay. 1979's Alien, 1956, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, or 1983's The Thing. I'm going to say The Thing. The Thing? Any particular reason why? You just think the other two are originals? Yeah, yeah. That's why. Okay. Uh, you are correct, because it's 1951. The Thing from Another World is oh, the original. Okay. I, I didn't know those were the same thing. I've not seen... I've heard of the titles, but I didn't... Yeah, and from what I understand, The Thing from Another World, it's a good movie. Okay. But it's one of those things that's been completely... Uh, completely um, overshadowed, like... Like uh, 1983's The Thing is by far and away. And it's also had a remake here recently, like, yeah. I don't know, 10 years ago. Um, next one are uh, is crime-based. It's it's uh, game-based. So uh, 1993's Carlito's Way, uh, 1983's Scarface, or 1990's Goodfellas. Um, hmm... I, this seems tough. Um, yeah, this, this is a pretty tough one. 
I don't know. I I think I think uh, Carlito's Way is not a remake. Okay. Um. And then it it's got to be Goodfellas, I guess. Goodfellas. Yeah. Nineteen nineties Goodfellas. Yeah, I guess. That, that's incorrect. Uh huh. It is nineteen eighty three Scarface. Oh. Uh, I was going to say that, and I was all like, no, it's such a big movie. It is, but it's a remake of 1932's Scarface. Interesting. 32, All right, the next eh? one, 1932, yeah, that's that's how old. That's uh, That means, you know, it was made nearly 50 years later. And that's why a lot of people don't remember that it's a remake. Hmm, Okay. All right, the next one is about obsession. Okay. We have 2002's Swim Fan, right. 1991's Cape Fear, and 1987's Fatal Attraction. Uh, Actually, I've never seen Swim Fan. I've heard good things. Yeah. That makes me think it's not Swim Fan. That's what I was going to answer. Oh, it's possible that I've not seen these. Okay. We'll say, we'll say it's Swim Fan. Swim Fan 2002? Yeah. The answer is 1991's Cape Fear. It was originally 1962. Okay. Same same movie name? Same Yeah, same movie title. And Fatal Attraction just had a remake here recently, too, uh, where they gender-swapped. Okay. Uh, it's about, I think, a black woman who gets in with a... Or maybe they just changed the race. I think it might just be black people. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, no, they, they swapped the gender on that one. It was uh, like a Netflix movie, wasn't it? I think so, but it's it's basically the same concept. Yeah, like like she had an affair, or almost had an affair or something, and then the guy's all like, we could have been together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Right. That was within like the last year. Um, next is country based. So we have the best little horror house in Texas from 1982. Okay. Coal miners daughter daughter from 1980 or a star is born in 2018. Oh, that one's easy. A star is born. Okay. This has been remade multiple times. Can you guess how many times? Oh, um, it's like four or five. I think it's four. It is four. There's 2018. 1976, 1954, and 1937. Oh, wow. And I'm sure in another 20 years, they'll remake it again. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one, the, the connection is just Robin Williams, because I miss him. Okay. Um, we have 1993's Mrs. Doubtfire, 1996, The Birdcage, and 1992, Toys. Uh, the Birdcage. That's true. It is 1978, the, uh, Le Cage au Faux, yeah. which is, you know, a French thing. But also it's based upon a stage play. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, the next one. We have 1999's House on Haunted Hill, 2001's 13 Ghosts, and 1999, The Haunting. Um, aren't the first two both remakes? Are they? Pretty sure. Because they're both uh, 
what is it like castle dark castle productions and dark castle does remakes of like older movies or older horror movies Okay, I was trying to mess you up here. All three of them are remakes. Oh, really? Yes, you have The House on Haunted Hill, which is uh, 1959, 13 Ghosts, which is 1960, and The Haunting, which is 1963. Oh, I didn't even think about The Haunting. I just heard the oh, first yeah, all... two and was all like, oh, well, I know I know those both are. So, uh-huh. all, all th- I was actually surprised by 13 Ghosts. I, I was really into those movies when they first came out. Yeah, I was too. They were the perfect date movie. Yeah. Like, uh, was it 13 Ghosts came out when I was like a senior in high school and we went like on a double date to see it? I mean, it was 2001 when it came out. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. Yeah, and the other two were 1999. Like, honestly, the changing of 2000, there's a big year for remakes of a lot of classic horror movies. Yeah. Like, uh, earlier I also mentioned, um... Oh, what was it? Um, oh, I thought I mentioned another horror movie. Anyway, uh, yeah, horror movies just have so many remakes. Like, they're just constantly right. retitling them, changing minor things, the plot twists, all of those. All right, so the next one are... Like Halloween, whatever year, Halloween, whatever year, two or 15 years later. Yes. Halloween, whatever yes. year, 10 years exactly. later. Like, <laughs> yeah, all of the Halloween ones in order. Right. Um, the next one are classic movies. So we have 1939's Gone with the Wind, mm-hmm. 1933's King Kong, or 1939's Wizard of Oz. Like, one of those is a remake? One of those is a remake. It's not a trick. This is... One of these is a remake. So it was Gone with the Wind, King Kong, and... Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Yep. Oh man, they're all like iconic. They are. Um, I'm gonna say King Kong. King Kong. Yeah. King Kong has had five different remakes, but this was the first one, 1933. <laughs> okay. All right. So the other two were based upon huge books. Gone with the right. Wind was like a bestseller. And the Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of Oz was like a favorite children's book. So the answer here is 1939's The Wizard of Oz was a remake. It was originally a movie in 1925. Okay. And it, I, I believe it was an animated film at that. Okay. Interesting. All right, and I, this is the last one, and it's not as difficult. Um, this is about crazy scientists. So okay. you have 1989's Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Right. 1997's Flubber. And 1963, The Nutty Professor. Wait. One more time. What were the other two? I got the first uh, one. It was... Okay. Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1989. 1997's Flubber. And 1963's The Nutty Professor. Oh, Flubber's the, the remake. It is the remake. Yeah, uh, had, it was uh, written in 1961, and it was the absent, the absent-minded professor. Yeah, and there was the 
there was a Flubber 2, which was the sequel to The Absent-Minded Professor. Didn't... And, I mean, Nutty Professor was also a remake, but that was remade in the 90s. Yes. Yes. I had that soundtrack. Was the Nutty Professor soundtrack? Yeah. Was it good? It was It was very R&B, because it was Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was pretty good. I think uh, the Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy was when he was at his peak. His career started just shooting down right after that. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that's that's all I had for remakes. There were a lot more remakes, but I, I thought I would just limit it to these ones because yeah, that's pretty good. I, I had to come up with all of the extra movies. Yeah. I had to come up with yeah. a theme, and then I had to research if they were or were not sequels <laughs> or remakes. Yeah, because when I was looking up, it's like, oh, okay, I'll do House on Haunted Hill, and I was like, ooh, and then I'll do one for The Haunting, and it's like, oh, Thirteen Ghosts was a remake. Oh, I'll put them all in a trick one. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah good job yeah yeah but anyway so if you like this game and uh you want suggest you want to suggest more uh send us a email at media monday show at gmail.com yeah we didn't get any more email so i i would have interjected in the middle of the game if we had gotten an email but we did not so Maybe next time I'll ruin whatever we're doing with an email. Anyway, shall we get into the news? Like 20 minutes into the episode. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. All right. Um, so apparently uh, Quibi is officially looking for a buyer. Okay. Um, and Apple, Facebook, and Warner have all passed on purchasing it. The yeah, that doesn't. I don't know. Like some of those seem like a good fit. Like Facebook would do well with Quibi, I think. I think Facebook would be the best one because they could just put it up on their stuff. They can put an ad before and after it, and it would be perfect for their little, yep. you know, bite-sized size. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's missing out. But um, so I heard that. Uh, that Quibi doesn't have the rights to any of their other uh, content. Yeah, that was a thing uh, with people taking a shot with it, is that uh, Quibi signed a special contract with them where they don't get to have the IP in case for some reason it did flop real quickly and they can go on to make movies or television shows based upon the idea uh, somewhere else. Yeah, and that doesn't seem like a good um, business decision. It, no, it was a very poor business decision, but they honestly didn't really have any other option because in order to get some of these big-name directors and writers and actors, right. they're like, oh, this is a passion project of mine, but if for some reason this goes under, I want to be able to do a television series instead of a movie. Because you're able to do that. You're able to change mediums. Like, uh, if you want to do a television show with HBO and they do like the pilot and it doesn't do well, then you're not allowed to ever do another television show based upon that IP again. But you could make a movie with the same actors sometimes, sometimes different actors, but you are stuck into that medium. 
But with Quibi, they signed a special contract saying that they didn't own the IP. And that means that people like Apple, Facebook, and Warner, and Netflix, and all of those others, they can say, oh, I really like these shows you have here, but I don't want to buy all of the shows you have. And so they can literally just go to the creators and be like, hey, I want you to make this for us. Right. Your bigger budgets. We're going to give you, you know, 20 minutes, you know, 30 minutes, whatever. And so they're just going to the the creators originally, which I think is good for the creators, but it's horrible for Quibi. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I was just trying to think of like Quibi shows that I would like to see other places or like in bigger formats or I don't know the the maple with martyrs because that's that's how she says it is martyr. <laughs> it's martyr. <laughs> She's like, there's been a martyr. Anyway, um, like that. That's the only Quibi show that I've been on. Like, oh, I like this. Everything I mean, else I've liked been... concepts of them. Right. I just don't want to watch them on my phone. Right. And like, I don't know. I've been pirating them and watching them on the TV. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. <laughs> Which also doesn't look good for no. Quibi either. No, it does not. <laughs> uh, we like your content. We just don't like the medium of which you're presenting it. Yes. Um, but in other news, apparently AMC's, the ones that are still open, are now uh, available for private showings for 100 bucks, $99. So is that like, like I, I rent out a, a theater, like a specific, like, you know, like theater eight or whatever? For a hundred dollars, so yeah, I, yeah, you rent out for a hundred dollars, and uh, I think it's um, like they're having a special thing where there's no concession obligation because mm-hmm. Regal has a concession obligation, um, and you can watch an older movie for that, or you can watch a newer movie for like one hundred and forty-three dollars. Okay, and concessions will still be made available. Okay. But you have to say like what you want ahead of time. Like if you want popcorn, you have to let them know because they will actually cook the popcorn for your your showing. What if um, I don't know. What if I want to have like a a Marvel marathon, and I want to watch like um, Infinity War and Endgame, and I I, I want to spend like five six hours. Is there a time limit? Do you know? There, there isn't, but you'd probably have to roll, rent out multiple blocks. Yeah. So it'd probably be $143 for like a three hour long movie. Um, and then you'd have to do like one for in game, one for infinity wars, one for, you know, and they might charge you different rates or, I mean, if you're literally going to rent out a theater for all day, they might give you a special price. Yeah. that makes I mean, sense. This is a thing that is benefiting the, the theater owners, not necessarily AMC. Yeah. I guess that's true. So if you were to be like, hey, I want to rent out a theater all day to do a movie marathon. I have all of the DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever. Um, and it's like, would I be able to do this? And they'd probably be like, yeah, for you know, $1,000 or $2,000 or something. Right. You know, I'll, I'll gladly rent out an entire theater for you all day. I don't know. I mean, they're only going to have like four showings normally. So it, it'd probably be pretty cheap. Yeah. And I mean, seeing how they can't have it open to the public, this is a good, you know, go around. Yeah. Or they could have it open to the public. It's just not. And if you are supplying your own, 
you know, DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever, um, then they don't have to pay royalties for showing it. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, I mean, there are some people who are renting out the theaters to play video games. As yeah, well. that was that was going to be my next question. It was like, can I just bring in like my Switch and play some Mario Kart? Yeah, yeah, you could definitely do that. That is that is something that it is available to do. They can uh, some theaters are equipped to easily set up for that, um, but not every theater would be equipped to do that. Like you might have to contact in advance, but you'd be like, "Hey, could I have a video game marathon with my buddies?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be uh, you know a hundred dollars for an hour and a half." Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to go by myself and play WoW on a hundred foot screen. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. I think you technically could do that. <laughs> um, that'd be weird. And if you're an exhibitionist and you want to show off your own homemade porn, I'm sure now is the perfect time to nice. do that. Yes, that'd be fun. I mean, not fun. I mean, that'd be interesting. <laughs> My penis is huge. Yes. I'm going to measure it. Eight feet. An eight-foot dick. All right. Uh. All right, we've talked Before about my... Before I title this episode Eight Foot Dick, we should move on. All right. Um, in COVID news, Glow Season 4 has officially been canceled. Yeah, I put that in so, there. So... Yeah. Oh, I did. I, I saw it as well. I okay. thought I put that. My bad. my bad. Go on. You know, you do it. Never no, mind. no, Let's no. Like, yeah, it's all COVID you news. <laughs> all I had was that it was COVID news and that it was canceled. And... Um, yeah, so they, they are officially canceling it because they really can't, because of the close-knit nature of being have, having all the actors have to get real close yeah. to wrestle, they, they realistically can't create a safe environment for all the actors. And so rather than just putting on, on a long-term hiatus, they're just canceling it outright. Yeah. Which a lot of the actors are very surprised and upset by. Yeah, I bet. Um... I was uh, I was listening to podcasts earlier today, and they were talking about how like um, like there's all these shows that are getting canceled uh, due to COVID, um, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of shows that are getting picked up for like a second season. Like so, what'll happen is like somebody'll there'll be like a, a pilot or something that like they had made like a season's worth and then decided not to air, or or like uh, someplace else aired a season and it didn't do real well and then someplace that it's a yeah. better fit for picks it up and says okay we're going to do a first we're going to run that season and if it does well then we'll get, we'll green light a second season once we can yeah yeah that's happening a lot right now too yeah so COVID news isn't all bad no it's not it's it's allowing um, the shifting of hands of some series right. and in some places they are getting a much better run or having a much better market. Um, the next bit is kind of old news. It was yeah. I wrote this down like two weeks ago. Um, but SNL had canceled its musical guest Morgan Whalen uh, because of a TikTok he, he he did. So he was attending a party where nobody had masks, and apparently you have to have strict uh, isolation to be able to be a guest on SNL right now to keep the cast safe. That makes sense. And, and so they replaced him with Jack White because Jack White's like, I'm not going anywhere. I haven't been anywhere in years. Right. <laughs> it's like I hang out in my 
my recording studio in my house and yeah with my 67 bands that i currently have going on right now <laughs> which one of my bands do you want me to show up with <laughs> yeah well i wonder what he performed he did uh um, didn't he do a um... ball and biscuit and don't hurt yourself okay and something else maybe I thought he did like um, a uh, Van Halen tribute. Yeah, I I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I, but anyway, so yeah, he did that. Um, let's see. Oh, and other COVID news. Uh, the Oscars have officially announced that drive-in screenings will apply towards a Oscar um, acceptable run. Okay. That that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely good for the movies that are still trying to get out there. Ghostbusters is up for its Oscar again. Yes, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of weird, the Oscars, and how out of touch and out of date they truly are. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, moving on, Disney news. Um, the, the movie, the Pixar movie, Soul is mm -hmm. going to be in, it was supposed to come out uh, like November like the end of November or beginning of December in theaters. Yeah, I think so. And it's been moved to coming directly to Disney Plus uh, on Christmas on the 25th, yeah, of December. And uh, a lot of people are excited because they've gotten rid of the paywall like they did with Mulan. Yeah. And so it'll just be available on Disney Plus as of Christmas. They want people tuning in on Christmas Day to watch as many Christmas movies on Disney Plus as possible. Now, is is that a Christmas movie? You think is it? I've seen. The I don't think it. I don't think it's necessarily a Christmas movie, but I think it's got some religious overtones. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but they also do have plenty of other, you know, Christmas movies that they'll be pushing hard as soon as you know the. Uh, as soon as the Halloween movies cycle their way through. Yeah. I, uh, that coming out on Christmas reminds me, uh, like, to, to video on demand and stuff. And reminds me of, like, when, when it came out and I sat down with my in-laws family to watch the interview on Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's the perfect Christmas movie. But, like, yeah, that's, that's what it reminds me of. Okay, good, good. Um, so people out there who are excited about that uh, should be happy. The, the Disney experiment of charging $30 to rent a movie yeah. has come to an end. I wonder if they're uh, still going to like try to sell it. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually try to sell it like on DVD or Blu-ray or VOD like the week before. Right. Or simultaneously or yeah. something. Like I can buy it for like twenty dollars, on like, um, I don't know, like on iTunes or whatever, or I can mm -hmm. watch it on Disney Plus if I subscribe to that. Exactly, exactly. And they prefer for you to go streaming uh, because they are uh, they've officially announced that they're reorganizing their entire company to focus mostly on streaming production. Yeah. So it, they're they're going to lower their budget. They're not going to come out with as many theater level movies, uh, but they they're like this is you know recession proof. This is um, COVID proof. Yeah, 
you know, they, they've said that, you know, with the way the world is, that this could become a more regular thing. And if they just plan content around their streaming, they will constantly have an influx of people keeping their subscription. Because also what they want you to do is get your subscription, watch one show, and then forget about it. Yeah. Or do what I do and just buy a year up front and yeah, exactly. We watch it like maybe once a month. Exactly, exactly. And they want as many people doing that as possible. And so they're going to completely reorganize around that entire structure. Which, it's not a bad idea, but it means, you know, movie theater and, you know, movie production, it, it, they're they're really shifting away from that. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll throw this in here now as well. I, I, I was going to do a segment on returning shows, but there's really only one this next couple weeks that are important. And that's The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, season two of that's coming out. And that happens to coincide like the way, the way it's going to come out. Cause it'll, I, I, I think it's going week over week. They may do like yeah, a couple episodes at the, at the beginning and then go week over week. Um, but like it's it starts what was it on the thirtieth, I think, of this month, October thirtieth. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100 sure. I think it was around October of last year. When yeah, we first it's got October thirtieth. Um, the well, the Mandalorian it was like a release title on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, it was. And Disney Plus launched on November twelfth of last year. Okay. That's probably what I was thinking. So yeah. this is going to overlap with that. So everybody who wants to continue watching The Mandalorian, who paid for a year up front. Yeah, they're going to have to re-up. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, that's clever of them. That's Because <laughs> Mandalorian is the main reason why a lot of people tuned in. Yep. That will... I will... I don't know. I was going to buy a year of it again anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's actually relatively inexpensive compared yeah. to a lot of other streaming services. I don't know. Like, I I went crazy last November and bought, like, a year of a bunch of stuff. So, my November's going to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Fair enough. Like, I, I bought a year's worth of Plex Pass, which is, like, 40 bucks. Yeah. And then I bought a year of uh, Funimation, which is 50 bucks, and a year of Disney Plus, which is 60 bucks. Um... I don't know. Yeah, that's it's that 150 bucks. Yeah. Just in streaming services. It all adds up pretty quick. <laughs> that's half an Oculus. It is. Anyway. Uh, what else we got in the news? Um, so uh, the final thing I have is that Coming to America is uh, the sequel starring Eddie Murphy is now coming to Amazon. Uh, apparently, they bought it out for $125 million. Okay, that's what that number is. Yeah. Like, uh, any idea when that's coming? Uh, no, it's... Uh, they announced it. It's coming out this year, I believe. Has uh, it already look. been recorded in things, or...? Oh, yeah, it's... It, it was already... In, it was supposed to come out in theaters... Um, uh, theaters sometime this year. Okay. Let's see. Uh, December 18th is when it's come when it's going to drop on uh amazon okay cool i was, I was trying to figure out what the i thought you were saying like uh, the the notes in the document i was like amazon coming to america 125 i was like okay well maybe it's coming out on 12.5 no that's not right no like, no like maybe amazon is bringing something to america 
on twelve five? I don't know. I really uh-huh. got confused. I, I love how well, we'll, yeah. we'll write these notes to confuse each other so that we can like we surprise. We really do. We that way we cannot be easily replaced. <laughs> yeah. We've each got to do our own segments in order to be able to actually translate it out properly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and also, sometimes I forget what I meant when I wrote something. <laughs> and I have to decipher the code. Okay. Uh, shall we jump into some new releases? Yeah, let's get into the new releases. Okay, so Netflix has a few things. Um, there, There's a Magic School Bus Rides Again special called The Frizz Connection. Okay. And I watched the trailer for it, and it, it seems kind of cool. They go on a field trip to, like, uh... The, the kid, what's his name, Arthur? Um, the one that's all, like, always says he doesn't feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's he gets the, cho- the, the option to choose where they're going on their field trip. And so he picks something real simple. It's a balloon fair thing in Albuquerque. And then, of course, the... The bus turns into a balloon, and then they hit like a tornado, and they and Miss Frizzle gets split into three different parts. Okay. And they have to in like three different sections of the country, or the world, or something like. One of them's in like Nova Scotia, and the other one's in like Albuquerque, and the other one's in somewhere else. I can't remember, but they're like they have to get them all back together before they like fade apart, and Miss Frizzle disappears. I mean, she's always leaving her class alone, like, constantly. Yeah. But, like, uh, I don't know. Like, the, the, she breaks into three different parts, like, her, her like, her good teacher part, like, her, not good teacher, but, like, her, you know, like, more structured teacher sort of part, and then, like, her adventurous sort of part, and then her goofy sort of part. So you've got, like, three different Miss Frizzles. Oh, Yeah. And this is Miss Frizzle's sister, Miss Frizzle. Oh, is it? Yeah, this is this is her sister, Miss Frizzle. <laughs> like in the television show, the the new Netflix remake, they actually have Lily Tomlin come on as the original Miss Frizzle, but she's a professor now, so it's Professor Frizzle. Okay. And her sister takes over teaching her class, and she's Miss Frizzle. Interesting. Yeah, so that way it's you know. A little nod for the people who, you know, came on before. But the kids are the same. Uh, for the most part. They got rid of the the Phoebe character, the ones like, at my last school, we didn't. she went to her last school. She went back to her old school. <laughs> nice. I'm okay with that. I keep telling my kids constantly, don't be a Phoebe. Nice. And Nashville, we did this. Nice. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. There's also a animated family style show called Over the Moon. It's an um, it's about a girl who builds a spaceship to go over the moon to. There's like a moon goddess she wants to prove is real. Okay. It's it looks pretty. Um, and the storyline's probably okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's a Netflix original animated thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it looks like DreamWorks style animation. Yeah. A lot of their stuff has the DreamWorks, DreamWorks kind of style. I think that they work with their animators a lot. Yeah. So there, that's over the moon. Uh, there's a show called the Queen's Gambit 
which is about a girl who uh, she's an orphan and she learns to play chess and becomes like some sort of like chess prodigy. Okay. And like she has to deal with like growing up as an orphan and being female in this sort of environment and um and I guess it causes her to go kind of crazy, but they're all like they're like, well, genius and crazy go hand in hand and yeah. Um I don't know. But that's that's that story. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um and then there's a comedy special, Sarah Cooper, Everything's Fine. Uh, let's see here. I looked this up. It's, uh, like, it has, like, different skits and things. Okay. Um, and it had a number of, like, other comedians in it, but I can't remember who they were. Is Sophie Cooper, like, the big name? Sarah Cooper. Okay. Is, is she the big name? Well, I mean, I've never heard of her. Um, let me see here. She is not, I, I've, I haven't seen her on anything there. there no, she's not. Okay. <laughs> um, but I guess like the, the variety show is going to have like, cover issues on like politics race gender and class okay those easy ones those yes. the hanging fruit yes okay uh looks like it's about an hour long um okay. but that's that's on netflix those are the things on netflix uh amazon has a series called truth seekers and it is, I don't know if it's from them or if it just stars them. Um, it has Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Okay. Uh, but it looks like Simon Pegg's not in it that frequently. It's mostly Nick Frost. Um, and they are, he's a uh, like paranormal activity investigator. Like, is this a, um, is this like an actual show or is this kind of the documentary style thing? Uh, this is an actual show. Oh, okay. Cause I'm more interested in it if it's an actual show than um, it would be like, you know, paranormal. It looks like, a little uh, hoary. Ghost hunters or whatever. Like the, like they're ghosts and the ghosts are kind of really creepy and really scary. Okay. Um, but there's also comedy in it because it's, it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, but, uh, I don't know that I'll watch it because it, it does look kind of creepy. I might check it out. Yep. But, uh, that, that'll drop on Amazon Prime on the 30th. Uh, let's see here. HBO Max has a Chelsea Handler uh, special called Evolution. It's a like stand-up comedy special. Yeah. I, I really can't stand Chelsea Handler. I, I think that um, I, I enjoy some of her comedy. Mm -hmm. I enjoy some of her writing. But in general, I think that she is a pretty horrible person. Yeah. 
And I really just, I can't stand her. Sarah likes her, but I have tried to read one of her books. I try to watch a couple of her stand-ups, and I can't stand her talk show. Yeah, I didn't love the talk show, but th- this is more of her comedy roots. So, um, I don't know. It looked pretty funny, the trailer I watched. Uh, let's see here. HBO Max also has a series called Equal... Wait, if I can remember what that was. <laughs> oh, it's a four-part documentary series um, about um, the Stonewall Uprising. Okay. Uh, which is a milestone in the LGBTQ plus civil rights movement. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, it doesn't sound like my kind of documentary. It, You know, I, I prefer train wreck documentaries. Yeah, like Tiger King. Like Tiger King, exactly. Um, but, you know, I'm glad that that exists. So I guess there's another presidential debate on the 22nd? Uh, I, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I, I'm looking at this again. I didn't notice this earlier because it, it, instead of saying like what network it was on, it just says various. So I just kind of skipped over it. But for the the genre of it, it says horror. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um like uh for the like the the um the debates for the the Democrat debates uh like it would always say things like reality show where uh people compete to be the last one standing uh, to run for president or something like that. Like, yeah, they're, they're always funny comments about these things on this site. Um, but yeah, so apparently on the 22nd, there's another debate, a horror debate. Um, yeah. Apple TV Plus has a series called On the Rocks. And it stars, uh, what's her name, Rashida Jones? Okay, I like her. Uh, and Bill Murray. And um, who, uh, she begins to suspect that her husband is having an affair. Uh, and it seems to be really like played up by her dad, who's Bill Murray. Okay, that's um, interesting. And he's all like, so he's going on all these business trips, right? And you think he's and yeah, so like they they play it up like that, and then they they go to follow him to see what's um to see what uh what he's doing, and like it looks pretty funny. Um, yeah, and it, it's a movie. It's a TV show. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm it's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. Because Bill Murray doesn't typically, you know, do television anymore. Yeah. I guess it's a movie. Uh, it's uh, directed by Sofia Coppola. Okay, nice. She's a good director. Um, that's on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, traditional TV, they really only... There's a lot of things coming back, like your normal comedy shows... Uh, like, uh, 
like Blackish and the Connors and the Goldbergs are coming back on ABC. Um, on Netflix, uh, there's uh, I I should have thrown this in the returning shows, but I'm just mentioning it as I'm scrolling through here. Uh, the my guest needs no uh, my next guest needs no introduction with Debbie Letterman. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's got uh, Kim Kardashian West, Dave Chappelle, Robert Downey Jr., and Lizzo. Okay, that's quite a that's quite a set right there. Yes, those guests don't need any introduction. Anyway, <laughs> um, so let's see here. Anyway, traditional TV, uh, new TV. Really, the only thing I saw was on PBS, uh, and this is a BBC show that aired. Uh, airs tomorrow, actually, on the BBC, but will be on, uh, PBS on the 1st of November. Um, tomorrow being Sunday the 18th. So, we're recording this on Saturday. It, it aired yesterday, is what I should say. Okay, good. <laughs> Forgot we were time traveling. Anyway, um... So uh, it's a show called Roadkill, and uh, it stars Hugh Laurie, and uh, he's a uh, politician who, like, uh, his life starts falling apart uh, because people start picking at his life, and, like, they discover that, like, he has, like, an illegitimate kid or something, like, he didn't know about and all this other stuff, and, and apparently he, he just doesn't care and just keeps going on, like... None of it matters. Like Housewood. Yes. So, uh, it's like a four-part uh, like miniseries on PBS. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, and that's it for TV. Uh, there's a few streaming movies. Uh, Netflix has a movie called Rebecca, um, which is... Uh, it's a drama thriller movie. Um, I'm trying to remember what this was about. It's, it's based on a novel that has been adapted numerous times, uh, including by Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, it's, oh, it's, um, a woman who is like a professional escort, um, like, uh, ends up marrying, like, one of her clients who's, like, big fancy guy. And ends up in her his big fancy house. And, like, his previous wife had died. And, like, I don't know if she's actually, like, haunting the house. Or if it's just, like, the fact that she keeps finding things that belong to the wife. And feeling like she's being haunted by... The previous wife. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rebecca's the name of the previous wife. Oh, okay. I, I kind of figured that, but it's good to know. Yep. That's Rebecca on Netflix. Um, HBO Max has a movie called The Witches. Yeah, which is a remake. Is it a remake? Yeah, it's uh, Roald Dolls, The Witches. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it says here, like, the original movie was done by Jim Henson? Yeah, it was a Henson thing. He did all the mice and everything. And the witches, <laughs> I guess, actually. 
but yeah, this one, it's starring Anne Hathaway and um, uh, the girl from The Help. I can't remember her name. Uh, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, yeah. She's really good, too. Uh, it's also got Stanley Tucci, Chris Rock, and Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah, yeah. It's It's got a pretty good cast. I think Chris Rock is the narrator. Okay. Um, but yeah, that comes out on the Thursday the 22nd. Yeah. I've seen quite a few ads for it, and it looks really good. Too bad you don't have anything you can watch HBO Max on. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Hulu has a movie called Bad Hair. And uh, it is a horror comedy um, about a woman who uh, is an aspiring on-air host who has everything it takes to succeed except the right hair. And she goes to get new hair, gets a weave, um, but the hair literally has a mind of its own. Huh. And it's like haunted hair. Okay, so it's like a horror comedy, or is this yes. just a horror? It's a horror comedy. Okay. Because if not, it deserves to be a horror comedy. <laughs> I like horror comedies, actually. Um, and then uh, on Prime, you've got the, the Borat sequel that we talked about in the last episode. Um... What's the full name of it? Borat subsequent movie film delivery of, of prodigious bride to American re uh, regime for make benefit of uh, once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Okay. I'll say that twice. Ten times. However many times. I'll, I'll get it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Borat subsequent movie film comes out on the 23rd. I mean, I want to actually see a documentary about how they made this. Yeah. More than I actually want to see the movie. Right. Because they shot this under the radar of everybody. Yeah. But, like, let's see here. It was filmed in secret this year and snapped up by Amazon in late September. Like, this is, like, during coronavirus... And yeah, it, it is. And features encounters with Rudy Giuliani, uh, Mike Pence. That that's great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anyway. I'm, just, I'm just impressed. I, I am thoroughly impressed. Yes, I, I'm definitely going to watch it, and Becca's going to complain the entire time. <laughs> I mean, you watch it via your Oculus. You don't actually have to That's true. bother her with it at all. That's true. Because it's got... You don't have a way to watch anything while still being in the room and not bothering her at all. <laughs> do you watch with headphones? Or do you just like I do. Okay. I do. And that's the whole reason why I've been able to watch a couple of the things that I watched. Because um, the kids will watch something else and I'll just have my headphones on. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and then Netflix has a rom-com called uh, Holiday. Um, and it stars uh, Emma Roberts. And uh, it's about um, a girl who's like the last single girl in her family. And they're all like, why don't you have some guy? And 
Like she makes a deal with a guy to like be her date for the holidays. And of course in the end they fall for each other and oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen every rom-com ever. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah, that's Holiday. And then for uh, VOD movies, I I noticed there's one called Friendsgiving. Um comes out, let's see here, on the 23rd, and it's about a, like, uh, Thanksgiving party kind of thing, um, but it has uh, Kat Dennings, uh, Yisha Tyler, uh, Chelsea Peretti, uh, Wanda Sykes, um, other people. Other people. I mean, it sounds like a good cast. Yeah. And frankly, I have, I have a big crush on Kat Dennings. So. Uh-huh. And Chelsea Peretti's I, pretty I'm funny. I'm all for that. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see Chelsea Peretti play some other character than than Gina. Yes. Like, I, I don't think I've seen her in anything else, so I don't know what she, what her range I mean, is. She was in that, um, she was in that uh, Game Night movie. Okay. She was, like, the pregnant actor That's person. right. And she kind of plays Gina, like, as if she was pregnant and, you know, working. That's true. I can't imagine her playing any other role. She's probably typecast, yeah. Or that's just how she is in real life, and they're just, like, going with it. Maybe. Um, but that comes out on the 23rd as well. And that's like to rent and buy. Okay. Uh, but that's, that's it for movies and that's it for new All releases. Right. Well, do we want to get into what we've been watching? We've actually watched a fair amount of things. Yes. I, I have watched a lot of things. You have watched a ton and I think I've watched a reasonable amount of things. Yes. You've watched a reasonable, you've watched a fair amount of movies. I did, yeah. It's it's easier for me to do that now. Yeah. I actually watched a lot of movies for me. You did. And the whole time I'm like, this is so long. Like, all three movies I watched, I was like, why is this not over yet? You need to actually create your own commercial breaks. Yeah, I do. Or just watch them on Hulu. Yeah, just or, yeah, yeah, or just you know, it's like set a timer and you can only watch you know forty minutes of any given movie at a time. That's how I watched uh, Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> walked away at the intermission for like a month. That's true, and then you came back and watched the whole thing. It was it was more than a month. It was like two or three months. Anyway, uh, let's see here. I watched uh, some more Shit's Creek. I watched the yeah, the good. cabin episode you were talking about, and I I did not laugh as much as you insinuated that I would. So I haven't watched I any think, more. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, like the 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 other couple was like, "Oh, so you're done? Oh, good, you're done." <laughs> and then you're good. <laughs> that's funny stuff. That is a hilarious. That's not where I expected that to go at all. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I watched some of that. Uh, we're still watching Sing On. 
which is I, I really enjoy it and like I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to watch it we, we will we'll watch it as a family shortly enough what what are you guys watching currently as a family uh we're, we've been watching some movies okay fair enough yeah the sing on's only like a half hour long yeah sneak it in there and we, we've been watching movies about 45 minutes at a time oh. so in the same way that i want to watch movies yes exactly i should, should just watch movies with your kids from now on that's that's the way to watch <laughs> it, it it is you know the way you need to do it uh let's see here uh been watching last week tonight there's only been one episode um and i don't even remember what it was about i think it was about voting or something Okay. I'm glad it had an impact on you. Yeah. Uh, Bob's Burgers is still going, and it's it's good. I'm enjoying sure. it a lot. I mean, if you can't find five episodes that are good, <laughs> I, I highly doubt that. No, it's the they're so good. All of them are so good that I, I can't find five that are, like, extra good. Uh-huh. Lies. Um... I watched uh, the first episode of Assassination Classroom. Oh yeah, so what'd you think of that? It was okay. I haven't gone back like, to the it, first but season or two of that, um, like a long time ago. Right. Like I, I had opened up Funimation and saw that it was like halfway through. No, like uh, so I got my my new Chromecast and it, it suggested it to me as a show I would like. Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, I could watch that on Funimation. So I go to Funimation, and I was like, oh, John's already watched, like, half of it. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'll start at the beginning, and I'll watch the first episode. It did get to the point where not enough was happening in any given episode. Really? So I really just dropped it. Gotcha. Like, I like the concept of it. I, I was watching it going, who thinks of this? Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, is that it is a good concept, and you actually really grow to like their teacher a lot. Yeah. But it is a weird, weird, weird show. I wonder how it ends. I, I'd be fine just knowing how it ends now. I'll look this up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You spoil me for any, like, anime that I have dropped. Okay. You need to do that. I mean, I'm just going to Google it and look at the synopsis. and. Okay. No, no, no. you got to watch, like, the last three episodes. I think I'd probably miss too much. Like, I don't know. Maybe not. No, no, no. You got this. <laughs> I trust you, Dino. Uh, I finished watching What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, so what'd you think? Uh, that last episode got crazy. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. Uh, I, I'm interested to see where it goes from here if there's going to be more. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised because that's one of those things they can shoot with a relatively small crew. Yeah. And, you know, it's it doesn't require... Like, it's got a fair amount of, you know, uh, post-production that you can just do at home. So they, they just have to film, like, the necessary stuff over the period of, like, a week or two. So that's I true. think that's a 
show that probably would be picked back up. But uh, uh, does the storyline call for more, though? They could just end it there. I don't see why. <laughs> I think I think we all deserve more. <clears throat> okay. Uh, looks like we both watched some Raised by Wolves. I watched the first two episodes. And I have to say, the second episode is better than the first. Yeah, I watched the it, first it, episode, and it was more weird. Information. The first one is very, very weird. And I think I told you, um, like, I'd be interested in watching more of it if it was a one-season thing. But I have recently found out that they have renewed it for a second season and i i just say pass it's a hard pass yeah i i think it's too weird and i'm not going to invest much time into it if it's just going to get canceled after three seasons and no answers but it is an interesting concept the i the concept of it is is that um androids are raising humans under the atheist lifestyle and these this religious group show up at the same planet and things clash. Yeah. Um, but it seems really well done. And I mean, it, it is written and I think directed by Ridley Scott, right? Yes, I think so. And it, it very much feels like a Ridley Scott thing too, but I just think they're setting up way too many questions and I don't think we're going to get any answers. So I'm not willing in investing in that. All right. Um, anything specific you want to talk about? Uh, sure. Um, I finished Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, the first season. Okay. And I'm good leaving it there. I don't think I'll pick it back up. Sarah might come back to it. Yeah. Um, but we, we finished the entire first season, and I think that's enough. And also, I don't know how they'll be able to do it COVID style, because singing is one of the worst things you can do. In, you know, enclosed areas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was a good show. I thought it ended very well. Um, and I'm, I'm just done. So e- even if they do make more, I don't think I'll watch any more. Fair enough. Um, I've been watching some Archer 99 just so that I can get to the point where he's back to, you know, the next season. Yeah. Uh, in the real world and it is it is difficult i do not enjoy these fantastical ones okay like i mean there's like one or two really good jokes and an entire episode could be spent setting up one joke yeah and i appreciate that i appreciate that craftsmanship i just i'm at a point where i wouldn't be watching it normally and so every time it comes to that it just causes me to sigh and roll my eyes fair enough um, the, the new season's a bit better, I think. Uh, okay, well, I mean, that's good. I mean, I want to get back to that. I want them to be a little bit more grounded. That way the absurd is exactly that, as opposed to the entire concept is absurd, and therefore the one absurd thing just falls flat. Yeah. Like, uh, like I don't know, there was one episode in like Archer Vice or something when they're in the swamp, and Archer is just certain the Predator is out there. And that's a nice gag. That's a good running gag. Mm-hmm. He is genuinely concerned that Predator was going to show up and hunt him. And 
because you were setting it in space or, you know, a weird 50s noir kind of a thing, Predator could genuinely show up, and that kills the gag. Okay. So that's that's where my issue is. Um, let's see. I've also watched uh, quite a few episodes of season two of Boys, and I enjoy it. I, I have to say I have enjoyed this season a little bit less than I enjoyed the first season. The okay. first season I just watched. Like, I watched... All of the episodes in like, I don't know, two or three days, yeah, really. Yeah, like Becca and I did too, and we, we haven't started on the second season at all. And I, I have to say, like, the first couple episodes aren't that great, but it eventually gets back into a stride. And when there's a lot more Homelander, you, I, I just enjoy it more. Like, I enjoy him being this villain good guy, and it's, it's just wild. And I like the universe that they have created. So I will continue to watch that, and I will probably finish that by the next time we record. Because also I'm able to watch it with my headset on. Yeah. Because I had to wake, make sure that the kids were definitely asleep every time I watch it. Yeah. And, you know, you hear the door click or something, and it's like, oh, stop this, stop this. I have to go completely out of it because if I just pause it on a scene, it could be a weird sex scene, or it could be a murder scene, or it could be a weird sex murder scene. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just can't subject my kids to that. But if it's, you know, just happening, you know, a quarter inch away from my eyes and they can't hear any of it, I'm cool with that. Uh, have you ever watched any Letterkenny? Are you familiar with it? Uh, I'm aware of it. I've not watched any of it. Sarah is very interested in watching it at some point. Uh, I watched the first episode of it. Uh, I want to watch mm -hmm. more. Yep. Becca didn't like it, so I, I don't know when I'm going to watch more. Every time you put on your quest. Yeah, yeah. Watch um, let's see here. We've watched more of I'm Sorry, which okay. I want you to watch, like, so much. Okay. And and I think Sarah would like it as well. It's, 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 it's so good. Like, it's, it's, like, the, the dialogue is great. And it's, it's hilarious. And it's a lot of dick jokes and, but it's, 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 it's not untasteful. It's tasty dick jokes. It's very tasty dick jokes. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, that's the title of the episode is tasty dick jokes. Anyway. <laughs> um, but like, it's, uh, it's like a, the, the woman's a comedy writer and I believe her husband's a lawyer, and they've got like a kid who's like, uh, like five or six, mm -hmm. and uh, they're like, like because she's like a, a comedy writer, she she says really like raunchy sort of things here and there, and then like she has to work that in around the like interactions with her kids and so like the, with her kid and the kid like asked like random questions and like there's there's one episode where she like something happens and she ends up having to explain sex to the kid and then the kid like is asked and she said she she's trying to explain it in a nice way and gets weird and uh and the kid asks like weird questions and it's just hilarious okay um but uh the first season has uh Derek um whatever his name was oh yeah he, he follows me constantly yes 
Yeah, uh, also Raffi, also uh, Detective Pimento. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, he's had so many big characters, and they're all the... Like, he is the most typecast actor out there. Yes. Um, but yeah, he was in the first season, and uh, he hasn't been in the second season, I don't think. But um, it was supposed to get a third season, and it got coveted. Yeah. So I'm I'm sad about that. But that's I'm sorry. It's a true TV show. Okay. Um. So I I like to watch Red Zone football on Sundays, and just all the football action all the time. Okay. And. Uh, usually I will find like a stream of it here or there and they don't work real well. <laughs> so, uh, YouTube TV is running a deal where if you sign up for a month of YouTube TV right now, then they will, um, they'll give you a, one of the new Chromecasts. And I was like, I could use a second one of those. <laughs> so like I, I, I'm watching the red zone on that for like, you get two weeks of free and then you pay for a month and I, I timed it so that the month will overlap another Sunday. So I get as many okay. Sundays out of it as I can. So I've got seven Sundays of Red Zone coming up. Okay, good. And so I'm excited for that. Um, but since we have like actual live TV at the moment, we watched a few episodes of Love It or List It. <laughs> we watch that as a family a lot. Like the kids like to guess whether or not they'll love it or list it. Nice. I, I don't like... There's Love It or List It, and then there's, like, Love It or List It, like, Canada or something? Or, like, there's there's a different version yeah. of it, and it has different hosts, and I like yeah, them I, better. I, I don't... I like the original hosts better. I, they, they get on my nerves. Like... Yeah, exactly. That's why they're better. They actually fight. They, they are you. It seems genuine. Maybe. Um... Let's see here. Uh, we're, we're working our way through season seven of Taskmaster. Oh, uh, season 10 started on, uh, Thursday. Oh, cool. So also YouTube is starting to drop the champion of champions season as well. They're at like two episodes. I think they've dropped of champion of champions. There's only like two or three episodes. Well, they have two of the episodes up on YouTube right now. Okay. Yeah. And it's like the first five winners. Yes, it's the first five winners against each other. Did you know that I, I looked it up? Uh, the U.S. version. Um, I can't remember who that's hosted by. Let me Google that real fast. Was uh, Reggie Watts was the the uh, Taskmaster, but it also has Alex Horn. Oh, that's interesting. Um. So I I may. I may get that since it has him. Uh, yeah, I, I feel as though it's actually his show, and Greg Davies just kind of does it as a thing to help him out. Yeah, it is. Because he's obviously the actual host, and I'm sure it's him and his like staff that actually come up with the tasks and everything. And it's just Greg Davies gets to be the the judge. So you can honestly do that with anybody. And I've told Sarah. If COVID is not happening next June, I want a Taskmaster birthday. <laughs> like you want to be the Taskmaster? 
I want to be the taskmaster, and she will be my Alex. And I want my friends to do a series of tasks, and I will judge them on them. Nice. So you so, can do that, yeah. like, around the country. I could. I genuinely could. I, this is something you could do via Zoom. Nice. Like, as long as they film it and everything, you know, all their attempts, and then Sarah and I can edit it together or something. <laughs> we could play these things at, like, a Zoom conference kind of a thing. Nice. And I could, you know, I can give out, like, a prize of, like, you know, all the birthday gifts that I got that year. <laughs> and something made of wood. Something made of wood. It's all made of wood. Wood all the way down. Uh, let's see here. We are still watching The Masked Singer. Um, it's been pretty good. Uh, Even without the audience? They... They uh they cut audience in from like the previous season I think. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, okay. it doesn't look like it looks a little weird because like during the performance there's no audience, but then they'll have like shots of the audience re- responding to things. Okay. So like it looks kind of natural, but it's not. I wonder how you get away with that because <laughs> I don't know if you necessarily can use like audience members without their permission. Yeah, I don't know. Showings, can you? I don't know. Like, because you showed up for that one showing, so therefore they get to use you for that. But I don't know if they can necessarily use you for future ones. Right. I don't know. Uh, nope. Becca watched the third season of Sword Art Online, and I watched. Is that the one where they they add guns? No. Uh, this is a new season, I think, and it's. Um, it's, it's kind of a fantasy world. Um, and there's like a guy who's like, lot in life is to cut down a tree and like the main character, like teaches him to be a swordsman. And then they go okay. to find this girl who had been like kidnapped and, um, and like in the real world, he's like dying and is in like a stasis pod. And okay. you know, Sword Art Online is if you die in the game, then you die in real life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I slept through like episodes here and there, so I don't really know. Like, I enjoyed the details of it, but it's it was pretty good. I enjoyed the first half of the first season so much, and they just let it all go by letting them all out. Okay. And after that, I had trouble because they got rid of the stake of being stuck in the game for like the next season and a half. Like there was no permadeath. And then they added like convoluted ways of where they were dying in the real world. Yeah. And it just didn't do it as well for me. So I don't know. Like, let me know if Becca suggests this and I might pick it back up again. You, you could watch just the third season. Okay. And it's it's decent. Okay. Um and I'm up to date on the new archer. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh and remember we talked about the show Pure, which is about a a woman who like has intrusive sexual thoughts and yeah. goes lose to London to try to deal with them. Uh Becca's been watching that show. 
Uh, actually, she finished it earlier today. I, I watched like half an episode or so. Um, but like, I was I was uh, playtesting some board games last night with people online, and mm-hmm. um, and I had like my my video on, and I was sitting downstairs, and I realized I look at my video after we finished the playtest, and I I see like there's a sex scene going on behind me, because Becca's watching this show. I like I'll turn my laptop like to the side <laughs> so <laughs> so it doesn't pick up the TV so they don't so it doesn't pick up Becca's smut yes uh yes but that's that's pure and she said it's pretty good okay it's only 6 episodes long cuz it's a british show okay is uh what's it on is it on HBO it's on HBO Max yeah Ah, okay. Um, and that's that's me for TV. Sound like you were done? Uh, I mean, I've watched a few movies. Yeah, let's jump into movies. Then. Yeah. Um. So Sarah and I took a little nostalgia roll down uh, with uh, the Spice Girls movie, Spice World. Uh huh. And I, I have to say that um, it's not bad. Okay. Like there's a lot of jokes and gags that I definitely didn't get when I originally saw it, and it seems like they're genuinely having fun. Okay. So you know, if if you want to experience something you know interesting, uh, I'd say Spice World isn't a bad choice. All right. Uh, I think I'll pass. But okay, okay. Um. Here. I watched Enola Holmes on uh, on Netflix. Yeah, did we talk about the uh, the scandal around this? No. Okay, so the um, uh, the people who own the rights to Sherlock Holmes have sued Netflix because of Sherlock Holmes' depiction in this movie is out of character and it damages his um, his image, and it's because. Sherlock Holmes would never be kind to his younger sister. Okay. And so they're suing over that. That's funny. Yeah. Because I think that Sherlock Holmes is outside of the copyright, isn't he? Uh, I would assume so. Public domain. Due to special circumstances, his last 10 stories are to remain under copyright protection until 2022 or 2023. Okay, so here very shortly then. Yes. Okay, so anybody can write a story about Sherlock Holmes. They just can't include anything from those later stories. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's so that's that's just a weird thing. I've never I've heard of a lot of different reasons for studios being sued because of their depiction upon classical characters. But mm-hmm. because he's too nice has never been one of them for me. Yeah, that is weird. Um, well, yeah, the movie was pretty good. Um, I don't know. It wasn't, like, spectacular, but it was it was okay. And I watched the whole thing. I didn't fall asleep through it. So. Nice. That's a win for you. That is a win. 
That is a... I, I have defeated the narcolepsy for... For at least a couple movies? Yes. All right. Um, well, I watched a couple 3D movies because Oculus. Yes. And so I watched uh, Tron Legacy and Into the Spider-Verse. And I have to say that Into the Spider-Verse was really good with that. It was exactly like me seeing it in IMAX. Nice. Um, and I enjoyed Tron Legacy. I just, I, I it, it's got issues as a movie itself, but it's it's visually like really good. Tron Legacy is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I have a Tron Legacy tattoo. Yes, you're you're a user. <laughs> um, uh, what else you watching? I watched uh, The Matrix. Oh, okay. I watched it in 4K. Oh, how was that? I, it, was, it was sharp and pretty, but nice. kind of weird because like the like the code bit was kind of not sharp and pretty. Yeah, I'm sure there are some things that just don't that can't age well like that. Yeah, like the the CGI in some parts is just not as good in even though it's 4K. Like you see, like the yeah. the weird stretching and things of. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it was pretty good. I rewatched again. The Matrix not too long ago, and I have to say that it's still a good movie. It's just you know the other two are horrible compared to it. Yeah, I I uh, procured them as well in 4K and was planning on watching them, but I don't know if I will. I mean, you should just to kind of get up on that, but but seriously, like, like I was a big fan of the Matrix trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I saw all of them in theaters multiple times. Yeah. And I just have to say that um, two and three do not measure up to how good the first one truly was. Oh, that last one. so the, the third movie came out like worldwide at the same time. Um, yeah. Uh, to avoid like piracy or whatever. And so I went and saw it like opening showing at eight in the morning. In, like, Indianapolis or something at the time. Nice. Um, I went with this guy, and I think he thought it was a date. <laughs> but. Did, did he try to do the popcorn trick on you? Mm, no. But he did tell me about his Prince Albert. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, saw the Matrix, and um, and uh, it was worth watching again. So, okay. Also in 4K, I watched the new Mulan. All right. Well, how was that? Uh, it was very pretty in 4K. Is is it worth thirty bucks? Uh, no, it's not worth thirty bucks. Okay. <laughs> but um. It is, it was, it was okay. Like, it's very different than the, the animated movie, but it's still, it's still along the same storyline pretty well. And, um, and it's, it's a good story. So. Okay. Uh, what else have you watched? Um, we watched as a family, the Muppet movie over a couple nights. 
Okay. Um, this is the 1979 movie. And I have to say, just watching it, like the kids didn't get this at all, but it's just amazing about how well they hid the puppeteers. Okay. In so many of those scenes, like it is just groundbreaking, like how well they did in a bunch of different things. Like the, the opening thing where it's Kermit playing a banjo in the swamp. Like they had to build a special set just to have Jim Henson not drowned to death, you know? Yeah, I, I saw something about that. Yeah, and just like uh, they have Kermit riding a bike. And like there's this basket on the front that controls all of the mechanisms. And it's just, you know, uh, a remote controlled bike essentially. Okay. But it's just, it's just amazing. And there's just a bunch of other like scenes like that where it's, you know, like him sitting on a stool in the middle of a room. And they paint the stool to hide Jim Henson behind it. But it's one of those things that, like, it takes you a moment. Like, where's the puppeteer? Right. That's cool. And it's just amazing. It's it's just phenomenal. Um, and then last night, Sarah and I watched Ant-Man. And that's really good. We're continuing on watching the Marvel movies. And this is the first time she's watched this for the second time. Okay. Yeah. And... She laughed and laughed and laughed. Like there was, you know, there's just so many good scenes. And I was telling her, it's like, yeah, this was Marvel's response to Deadpool. Like adding a lot more humor and, you know, self-referential, you know, scenes. And she's all like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I was like, I don't know what they'll do when actual Deadpool is in there. Right. There's got to be a scene where, you know, Ant-Man and Deadpool talk. And it's like, yeah, you can try to be me, but you can't be me. (laughs) Um, let's see. I also, via the Oculus, I watched The Binge and The Hustle over the past few days. Okay. And I really enjoyed The Binge. Did you? I thought it was really funny. The long-haired character just steals all the scenes. Yes. And it's just, it's a bunch of really funny bits set around a really stupid concept <laughs> and Vince Vaughn is really good in it. Like Vince Vaughn just does his Vince Vaughn thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's just really good. Like I, I enjoyed the entire movie. I think that was excellent. I'm, you know, cause that was one of those ones that I think I missed out just because COVID. Like it was one of those things that was going to be coming to theaters. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it was, I think it was one of the things that, like just barely missed it. And I thought it was really good. I thought it was really funny. It's a really good concept. I mean, it makes a fair amount of sense. Um, but I enjoyed that. And then I watched the hustle last night, which, uh, is rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. And they're two con women who set out to con this guy. And it's just a, uh, it's a straight up remake of dirty rotten scoundrels with, um, Let's see, what was his name? Michael Caine and Steve Martin. Okay. And it's it's like just basically a scene for scene remake. Hmm. Part it's it's exactly that. Like it's it's if and honestly, I enjoy Anne Hathaway. I think she's a very good comedic actor. Yeah. I agree. It's 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 the better movie. Between that and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh. 
I mean, it's good. It's entertaining and it's funny. It made me laugh out loud. And uh, what's that? You you broke up there. Uh, I was saying uh, you're saying it's it's better than Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. You're... I think there are I think there are some moments in there that when they do stray away from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, like the script, when they do try to do something for themselves, I think it's funnier. Okay. Like, I think if they would have just taken the concept and made their own movie, I think it would have been a lot better. Okay. Um, but because it's just like a scene for scene remake, it's not shot for shot. And they do play with a lot of the dialogue. Um, a bit, yeah. But like, if you've seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, you know exactly what's happening in the hustle the entire time. Okay. And so you got to ask yourself. Do I want to watch it for Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson, or do I want to watch it for Steve Martin and Michael McCain? And quite frankly, Michael McCain and Steve Martin are just better comedic actors. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And so that's that's all I've been watching. You got anything else? Uh, No. That's it for me. Guess we'll right. wrap it up. All right. Let's wrap, 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 wrap it up. Right, so uh, you can find us on Facebook, Media Monday Show. Uh, yeah, and you can write us an email at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. You can leave us a message at message.mediamondayshow.com. Yeah. Um, that's like a voice message, and we'll, we'll throw that in the show. Sure. Um, and, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see you in two weeks for episode 73. All right. Thank you all and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Click.